Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. Welcome back to the After Maghrib podcast. And today, guys, we're going to be talking about friendship and the sort of people you hang out with, the types of influence you get from them. What is a good friend? What is a bad friend? And how do people make you feel in this day and age? There's so many definitions of friends in this day. Some people even say Mankuntu Mawla Fahadan. Ali Mawla means friend. But we're going to get into that discussion as well. It's just funny because before we had the podcast, we, we kind of. Um, we took so long to get into the discussion and I think that's because we're all good friends. So we had a, a really nice start to the conversation. Alhamdulillah. If you guys are new to the podcast, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Follow us on Apple, on Spotify or on Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to it. And then inshallah, you will know when we release. Um, it's that time. It's that time where I introduce the OG. Assalamu <laughs> alaikum. <laughs> What's happening? Well, Alhamdulillah, how are you? Um, I'm good, I'm good, Alhamdulillah. You have a very friendly, energetic intro, mashallah. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of the time, when we see shows online and on YouTube, sometimes it feels forced. The, the, the last thing we can do is be forced. Mm. We have to be relatable, we have to be understandable. Obviously, last week we had like a very interesting conversation. And if you've not heard it, guys... A serious conversation. Sure, yeah, 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 you got to tune in because that was like every emotion and a lot of it was cut out i enjoyed that part it was amazing alhamdulillah it was very it was it was it was really interesting it was like therapy yeah, <laughs> yeah. how um you know after hearing it once it aired yeah i was like wow what did i talk about this um while i was here mm. i didn't realize for me i was like you know it was like letting out some steam for some reason really yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah I and it felt good to be honest bro good. that's that's being around people that's what friends are for that's what i was gonna say bro. Was <laughs> yeah. being around people that allow you to share how you feel mm. and your worries and your ambitions all of that like you know there's um that saying yeah it's like friendship is not one big thing it's a million little things okay. you know what i mean like it's the little things that people do for you i mean in the sense of giving you time to speak hearing you um reciprocating the energy you give them that kind of thing is actual friendship and it's both in like Western psychology and Islamic psychology. And obviously there's a slight difference there. And we can maybe talk about that. 100%. How's your circle of friends? My circle of friends has changed a lot. So I, there was, there's periods of my life where I had friends who were good people by their nature, mm. but maybe not doing the right things at that time. And I think in, 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 in turn that happened to me. Okay. So I feel like by my nature, I felt, you know, Alhamdulillah I was raised well. And I was raised amongst community. Community helps you a lot. So... My circle, my closest circle when I was younger were good-hearted people with, like, bad habits. Okay. So that affected me. And then I think, alhamdulillah, as I've gotten older, I've found better friends. And a good friend takes years to find sometimes. You know, it's very easy for us to say now, yeah, I've got good friends. But we never know how good our friends are until we pass that stage. Because in the time, if you asked me when I was 15 years old, do you have good friends? I'd be like, yeah, my boys are sick. Do you know what I mean? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You know, sometimes someone asks, you know, how can someone make friends? I've, you know, back in the day, my, 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 my days growing up, if you ever ask someone, can I be your friend? They'll be like, he's a back friend. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've, you've come across that phrase. And I've never went up to anyone say, for example, hey, can we be friends or something? I think they happen like, automatically. It's very organic. But um, I, I, I'm just trying to understand, like, how can someone say, can I be your friend? Is it mm. like... Um, you know, is it because they have no friends asking mm. this or 
I don't know why I'm asking this, by the way, but it's the first thing that came to my head. Is for example, you know, how can we be? How if I find someone that's amazing, like Ahmed mm-hmm. Abbas, right next to me, right here, right now, Habib. how can I be your friend? Do you know what? Like, how can I approach you to be friends? How Do you know what? I think I genuinely think maybe it's because we're in London, mm. but I think we know probably two, three hundred people, let's say, okay. in our community. Yeah, maybe less, maybe more. But what I mean is, we know a lot of people. A lot of the people we know, we know on a on a occasional basis. Salam alaikum. See you at mosque. How are you? Mm. How's family? How's work? Leave them and go. Ma salam. Okay. You see them again two, three months later, and you know what I mean. Sometimes, sometimes you don't know how good a friend someone can be until you're closer to them. Okay. So, for example, with you, Said, when I knew you before the podcast, we were friends. We wouldn't say we were close friends. Okay. We see each other now and then. We mm. catch up. How's things? How's life? This that right, but when we start spending more time together, we learn. Well, I learn a lot more from you than you probably learn from me. But that's that's. I think it just comes with time. You know, I had a really nice thing, thing from Sid Muhammad Bakr Qazwini. He said um, he gave two tips on finding good friends. One, he said, ask those in the community who you trust and who are experienced. So, for example, let's say you're in the mosque, mm-hmm. you speak to the head of the youth group. Can you introduce me to some brothers, this, that? And if they're a good person, they want to say no to you. You know, they'll say, yeah, yeah, come on Friday. We have this program. Okay. For example, that's option one. Option two is go to the mosque, go to your local community outside of Shah Ramadan and Maharam. Okay. Because when you go, firstly, you're likely going to see the, the, the people who want to be there on a Thursday night, for example, yeah. who actually attend, they're good, good people and invite them to your house. You know, I was thinking about it. He made a good point. He said, "If you when are you gonna invite me to your house, come said my my honestly. Have you? Well, I'm serious. He made a good point. I was thinking about this. He's like, if you made a commitment every Saturday to invite a new person to your house every week, mm. you'll develop individual relationships with each of those people. Yeah. Mm. So if you think about it, that's fifty plus people a year. You know, if there's so many people that you can invite, but that will take things to the next level. What do you reckon? Well, I think it's a good idea, but I still see it as a form of backfriending. No, I don't think Islamic. I don't want to be arrogant with this. I don't think Islamic friendship works like that, personally. No, no. I I think we. It's meant to be. You know why I say that? Because all all the friends I have, or had, or previously had, or still have, or on and off, or you know, you know how, like you said, similar to you, your circle of friends change throughout. You know, as you grow up. But I never ever went and said, "Hey, can we be friends?" Or for example, I I didn't feel like I was lonely at any stage. I'm not saying this out of like pride or something. But I was never in that position. So. for me, I still see it as, you know, you saw a big friend thing. I know it's wrong of me to think like this. But I, 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 I can only think about those who have no friends. Okay, so let me I'm, ask you. Okay, that's, I think that's your Western mentality. Is that a Western thing? I think it is. Because when your Iraqi side kicks in, mm. you'll invite every random guy to come and stay at your house in Arabayan. For okay, example, okay, am I right? Okay, okay. Or not? Like yeah, your yeah, culture, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. your culture is to invite everyone over. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. eat with everyone and to break bread with everyone. That's, that's your culture. More. Yeah. But... When you're born and raised in, in the UK or it's in the West, huh? it's different, surely. Like, mm. but, but what our, surely what our religion encourages us to do, how many times do we hear in a hadith about, uh, like, if I'm not mistaken, Imam Sajjad, alayhi salam, would tell his companions, do not let a traveler pass through the city without letting them come, come to our house and eat. Like, that's, that's something which is, uh, it's expected on the followers of Ahlul alayhi salam. So maybe it is backfriending. Like in a Western sense, I know it sounds wrong, but technically, no, it's, it's, I get mm, it. Like mm. you know, that's that's what we've grown up with. Khair, khair, inshallah. I, I, you know, whoever's listening, I, I don't mean you know if you if you want to find some good friends out there, please go ask them. Genuinely, you know, can we be friends and stuff? But I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's a wrong thing, yani. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> right. I, hope, I hope I don't sound no, wrong no, when I say back friends. Say
What's a good friend? Or how do you find friends? Uh, you you, I, I, you look, need to come back to me. Listen, I'll give you an example. Sayyid Mushtaba, you know, you're yeah. sitting right in front of me now. Allah may may your amazing righteous friends increase in your circle. Inshallah. Best, like someone Mushtaba. May you find a noble wife, inshallah. Me and Sayyid Mushtaba have been friends, bro, I think since we were crawling. If, yeah. If I can if I can be true. So we've never said, hey, can we be friends? Yeah, because you, you, you guys have grown up together. I, yeah. For example, with me, I, I like to be around people who help me be productive. If if I notice someone's like distracting me from achieving something um you you can't really push them away because if 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 someone loves you or someone's close to you it's not nice to push them away especially if they if they want to be your friend can i tell um, you something yeah? but it's nice to be around people who help you be productive you know when i when i um around the time it's not relevant to to Ahlul bay tv okay. talking about the time i joined this channel around mm -hmm. the time where i started working many years ago someone who i respected at the time said to me why are you friends with this guy and i use the term because he's dunce stay away from him mm. he's he's mm. not going to benefit mm. you you're not going to learn anything from him stay mm. away from him i was like in my head i remember thinking who are you to tell me who i choose my friends at the same time of course we should listen to those who are elder and take their take their opinion on board i remember thinking like maybe he's right maybe he's not but i ignored it long okay. term i stayed friends with that guy that guy has been my one of my closest friends for years yeah and He's he may not make me productive in a work sense, like you said, say Mushtaba. But at the same time, sometimes you don't need friends to do that. Friends are people who are honest with you and they encourage you towards goodness and keep you away from evil. Do you get me? Like that 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 surely that's got to play a part. <coughs> do you know what I like about having good friends? They can sit down, have a conversation, and be you who you are. And it's natural. Um, very natural. That's the main the, the and and one thing I've realized now talking about good friends. Alhamdulillah, 99% of our conversations are all relating to Islam. Exactly. Well, be being productive doesn't necessarily mean yani, producing more content each other or making money from <laughs> yeah, each yeah. other. It could be just gaining knowledge from each other, having That's true. fruitful discussions. Mm. That's a good person to have around you. And you could be friends with anyone. Like, I'm, I'm friends with the parents, like the dads of some of my friends. Okay. For example. And it sounds weird, but you that's something i've learned in the last year or two especially since you become a father for me alhamdulillah like i've been able to expand my willingness to become closer to people of different age groups and cultures i think since i became a dad because you i think you connect on different levels you learn different things things that maybe you didn't know before and when we're younger we, we've grown up at least for me i grew up in a community where we had sunday school okay Zasa, yeah? yes yes and for years we were like oh this guy's class above me so we don't like you know they're a separate group and we're one group in our class and we had a year below us and so on mm. but as you get older you ignore those boundaries age it because of become a barrier e, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know but that that what we know of friendship in the western sense like i said we got to ignore that mm. they, they, they it doesn't play a part in the long run yeah no that's very true very true and i just want to go back to my point you know we were we were discussing a bit earlier here now about if you have no friends, go and ask, you know, can yeah. I be your friend, for example? And, mm -hmm. and it's important because, you know, Islam, I see it always emphasizes on like brotherhood mm -hmm. or having good companionship or having good friendship, you know. And the Islam always emphasizes on finding the right friend, the true yeah. friend, the friend that takes you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not the friend that someone reminded me quite earlier on before the podcast that takes you away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, I think my circle of friends, if we're talking about circle of friends, they have changed throughout the years, starting from, I think, secondary school. 
going off to sixth form, etc. Through work, coming out of work, post marriage, whilst I'm still married, alhamdulillah. I've seen all sorts of friends, Ahmed. Mm. Even though I can say a percentage of those friends, I still call them friends, are not those who take me towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I've never allowed them to influence me. Mm. Um, because I, I think when I grew up, I had the mindset, like I remember my mom and my father, like they, they'd always warn me from Azra'a'a'a'su. You know, you have certain friends that are a danger to you. They can influence you. Mm. They can take you towards haram. You know, they can, they can take you on the right path. So I always had that, even though I used to like communicate, spend some time with them at school, whatever it was, I always knew at the back of my head, whatever they're, whatever they're discussing, number one's haram. Whatever they're, you know, whatever they're pushing for, whatever they're excited and, you know, they're over the moon about the conversation they're having. At the back of my head, I'm like, oh, they're shaitan. Yeah, this is the mentality that I had. And I, and, I, and I think that helped me choose the right friends helps to have. filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. you can be... Comfortable with everyone in any situation. And I think that's important, especially living here in the West. Yeah. Is that we can't just shut away and say, no, you know, let's put a let's put a blind down and we're only friends with Muslims. I think that's wrong. Because yeah. we, we need to adapt and be able to, for for example, you know, break bread, shake hands with people who are not Muslim, for example. And we can have a good laugh, we can have a good conversation. It's just important to have at the back of our heads, don't get influenced mm. i think that 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 word influence is very critical yeah, yeah. in a friendship you know there's very, that very there's that uh thing in the middle of Muminin's, uh will alayhis-salam, to imam hassan alayhis-salam. he mm. says beware of befriending a stupid person basically mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a person who's got no no benefit mm-hmm. and he says even though they'll try and be of benefit to you they'll only bring you trouble yes so what imam ali alayhis-salam saying is in my opinion the way i understood it is he's saying Make your assumption or make your judgment on that person before you befriend them. Obviously, you can't judge someone entirely. A lot of the time, that's why we 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 spread rumors and gossip and whatnot is because we're judging people before we know them. But I think maybe observe them is probably the right word from an external perspective. What are their habits like? What are their practices like? Again, I mentioned Sayyid Muhammad Bakr earlier. He also says in in this talk, he's like, um, check out their social media. Like, if you know a guy, like. Um, Start stalking and, them. Yeah, <laughs> like, he goes see what if they're on Twitter. What are they tweeting? What are they mm. liking on Twitter? If they're on Instagram, what sort of pages they follow? You know, what do they post on Snapchat? What do they mm. post on TikTok? Those kind of things gives you an indication as to what kind of person this this is. And you know, you think about it. Okay. Your legacy is defined by what? Is defined by how people remember you, mm-hmm. right? So let's say in this life, your closest friends are the people who are the sinners. Right, and when you die, those people will be like, "Oh yeah, Ahmed was a good guy. I spent all my time with him. I can vouch for him. I'll, he's a great guy." And the people who are vouching for you after you die are the sinners, saying, "Yeah, we spent all our time with him. He's a good guy." What sort of legacy is that going to leave for you? For example, any the people who are, are 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 promoting you after you leave this world are the people who can't be trusted. Mm. That says more about you than anything else, in my opinion. So we just have to be careful because. The circle we choose now is is uh, like a, a canvas of who we are. You know, I always say that point on, on so many po- podcasts in the past. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I've said that again and again and again. I truly believe that because the people who you spend the most time with encourage and, and, and influence what sort mm. of discussions you have, what interests you have, your, your, your nature and way of speaking, um, things like that. So we just got to be conscious of it because, you know, we can easily get misled. 
No, you're right. And and speaking about, you know, you mentioned dying. Yeah. Um, uh, I know we recently had the podcast about death. Yeah. Just, just to briefly touch on this, is I, I think what makes a good friend, or what to know, or you can wish to have a good friend, is that if you die, bro, you, you, you want them to read Quran for you. Yeah. You want them to do Salat al-Wahsha for you. So right. imagine right. having those sort of friends in your life. I think, you know, it, it, it pays off in your akhirah. And you'll benefit from the good company you had in this world in your hereafter. And it's very important. And look, having friends and, you know, me being me, the majority of my friends, I can say, are brothers in service. Mm. And alhamdulillah, we're also in like a similar field. We all have the same goal to serve Allah as his messenger and the Ahlul Bayt, alayhi salam. That's where my majority of friends are. But then I have friends who are really friends, bro. Mm. And, some, some, and, I, and I've, I've come across individuals who I never thought I can become friends with. Yeah. Subhanallah, you know, Allah backstage, no one knows, bro. We are the best of, uh, you know, companions, I can say. And Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works so mysteriously, Wallahi Azim, that you don't know who's going to be your friend one day. But the most scariest bit is those who you trust so much. Mm. And one day come and backstab you. You know, there's that thing, uh, Said Ammar says, yeah, yeah, it's 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 so true. He goes, he goes, never befriend a person who doesn't pray that salah, mm -hmm. because if 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 they're not loyal to God, how are they going to be loyal to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, and that just goes to show. There's a lot of there's a lot of indicators on what sort of. Per there's another hadith. Imam Sajad, if I'm not mis mistaken, says. Imam Zain al-Abdin al-Islam says, on, in advice to his son Imam Bakr al-Islam, beware of befriending those who have cut off relations with his kin, for verily I have seen him cursed in the book of Allah, mighty and exalted on three different occasions. The ones who, who cut off their, their family, they're cursed in the, in the book of God, so don't be friends with those. So there's like so many things we're told, the types of people you should chill with and, and the types you shouldn't. And you know what, say, there's, there's times in your life where... A good friend will become evident to you, or a friend will become evident to you, whether they are a good or a bad friend. You're getting married, for example. Yeah. This guy, you have two friends. One says to you, it's fine, music is not a big deal. Uh -huh. One says, no, you can't. I'm not coming mm. to your wedding if you're playing music. Uh -huh. Which one is the good friend? That's a the one who friends. says, I'm not coming to your wedding, or the one who says, no, it's good, I'll be there no matter what. Mm. On the outskirts, on the outskirts, on the front, you know, externally, you think, yeah, the one who comes How to much weddings we've witnessed like Bro. this? <laughs> or for example, yeah. hijab. Brav. Mm. Hijab is such a big deal. Yeah. A friend who's who's got that ghira, like, and who doesn't want to make eye contact with your wife, if your wife is not observing proper hijab, is a good friend. Some people get offended. Mm. Like, what do you mean? This is my wife. You're my, meant to be my boy. Do you know what I mean? As yeah. an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I can imagine situations like these, and I'm sure we've seen situations like these. But there's countless examples, times in your life where you're in need. There's a time recently I did something funny. And I asked all of you brothers in the room, every single one of you, each of you, three guys who are here, I sent you a message. I was like, bro, can I borrow some money? Do you remember? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I sent all yes, you guys yes, a message. Yes, yes. I was like, can I borrow this some money? This was during Ramadan. Hey. Yeah. I was like, can so I... Someone messaged me. They're like, bro, is Ahmed okay? Is everything okay? You're <laughs> <laughs> scared to reply. I messaged all of you. I was like, can I borrow some money? What was my response? <laughs> I'm not going to say, but I messaged about 20 people separately all on one day. I'll explain why for those who are wondering. I'm like, can I borrow some money? Subhanallah. I got all sorts of responses. Yeah. Majority, I'd say 18 out of 20 people said, yeah, of course. How mm. much? Mm. They didn't even say why. They didn't say this or that. Anyway. 
But obviously the reason was, is I was going to say, look, it's not for me. We're, we're fundraising for a, a cause. So I, <laughs> I just wanted to get people's attention. Did, did the donations go in your name or our names? I, I, it was not in my name. That's what I say. It was for the benefit of those who donate. Anyway, but the point was, is that mm. I, like that was a, a scenario where, you know, I was able to, to get my friend support. No, it was good. And you know, friends like that, those who support, let's say, it wasn't a cause you had. But if you genuinely needed money, because you know, yeah. you know, subhanAllah, we have friends who are friends with you for your money. Mm. And, you know, they like to chill with you because you're going to pay for their, their food, for example. They like to chill with you because if you're going out, you're going to pay for their ticket, for example. Wherever he's going, they're always with you everywhere, everywhere. But they make him come a stage in your life where, you know, you probably have some financial difficulty along the way. Where you cannot do this any longer, suddenly you don't hear them calling you anymore. They abandon you. Or they abandon you. Or sometimes you require something. Mm. Something as simple as uh, you, someone's generally forgot their wallet. And you're somewhere. Yeah. And bro, just that 20 quid. I'll transfer it as soon as I get home. Sorry, bro. I don't have I don't have cash. They got a bank, bank card, but I don't have cash. Those people will last stay far away from mm. this. Let's say on the flip side of that as well, you get friends who you're really close with, but they don't they don't come out and see you often because they don't have money. But because of that, you end up getting distancing, further, distancing from them. Yeah, I but have, there's a difference. Like I, generosity I, can be in different ways. Like you might know, and a good friend will say to you, like, I'm not in a good situation, and they'll tell you separately. But you don't need but, to go out and spend money, bro. Hey. No, but I've got friends. It's, mm. it's happened. I've seen I've seen this happen a few times where I've I've got friends who have distance from me because they they don't have money to go out. They, they, they can't afford to put that two pounds towards a chai, for example, to, to sit in a coffee shop. Um, but over time you lose them and you don't want to lose them. So it's, it's a difficult phase. Maybe I we think. should be more conscious of that because sometimes we do the same things. Every time we go out, we go out for a meal or to a cafe. We spend 10, 15 pounds, for example, per person. Not everyone maybe can do that all times. But the thing is a good friend will ask everyone what's what, what would you be what would you like to do whatever where would you like to go some guys you'll know at the end of the day they want to go out because they want to take pictures they want to be seen and they want to look good and dress fancy and just for the vibes mm. other people don't care and you come over to my house we'll sit and talk for three hours no food nothing Th those are sometimes the best conversations the best chills do you know what i mean do you know why i like going out in groups yeah when, yeah when you're with friends and then let's say you've gone to a restaurant or something and then you know comes time to pay yeah it was like a half an hour debate and fight of who's who's who's, you, who's honestly, paying the bill honestly said i don't know if you've seen this yeah mm. you know the first time this pay thing happened i'll tell you a quick story okay i was on my way back from iraq uh -huh. i was i was like i was young i was like 18 years old and um there was a brother who i went on ziara with he's older than me 15 20 years older than me lovely guy we had an amazing time together on the way back from iraq we stopped off in one of the Khadij, like Doha or somewhere. Okay. And um, there was a halal KFC. Solid. Yeah. So I said, I'll pay. He said, no, no, I'll pay. I said, no, it's on me. I've got cash. I need to use my my money before I go back. Yes. He's like, no, it's on me. Three times it happened. Eventually, he stopped talking to me. I was like, what happened? I was genuinely offended. So I was like, what's going on? Like, how am I meant to know? Yeah. On the flight back, another guy told me, he goes, you offended him because you didn't let him pay. He yes. asked you three times. Yes, 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 yes. I was like, that's crazy. Because in my culture, mm. you're not meant to do that. Mm. Like he's elder than me, mm. you know? Well, it depends how you see it. But in my culture, it doesn't work like that. This th rule of three thing doesn't happen. I learned that at a young age. So, I, and then you get, sorry, Said. No, I, I had a friend like this. Sometimes we used to go out 
Yeah. And we've always had the situation who's who, who's paying the bill and he he do in advance like he'd pay for everything in advance. Uh-huh. And then uh, you know you come to pay that the bill's paid. But there are some people who never never ever ever But this doesn't what define a good friend. Yeah, yeah, this is just generos- generosity acts by friends is nice. It's nice to have friends like this by the way. Yeah. Because you know when times are hard they're the ones who are going to stand beside you. I'll be honest. Mm. I don't know if you've had any hard times in life or someone listening has had hard, hard times in life. Yeah, when course. you have difficulty, well like you rely on your friends somehow to become like a backbone. Yeah. But somehow they become sort of a, a foundation where they they hold they hold your ground because someone someone who provides for their family for example, if you ever face a difficulty, it is very difficult for you to go and tell someone I can't provide for my family. So that 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 first instance when you go and ask for someone, can I have help for this month? For example, if they say no, mm. There's a danger in the unless they have a genuine excuse, mm. unless they have the genuine excuse where they cannot help you on this occasion, or maybe they can find someone else to help you, or you go to another friend. As if you knock on every door and everyone's giving you the same answer. I say the reason why I'm saying this because I know people in this situation. I know people who have faced this and who who they thought they were friends with for the last 10, 12, 15 years, and not not to be their friends at all. And mm. then they would go back behind this individual and say, "Oh, Baba, he came asking for money." Yeah. Yeah. How are help. you friends? Well, I don't understand. Yeah. I, I I don't understand sometimes how friends consider them friends. Anyhow, it anyhow, happens. I don't want to bring I mean, like at the end negative. Of the day, like you said, times of need and mm. times and change transition. Because you know change. your friends genuinely in the times of need, Ahmed. You, and the you, thing you is, times them. of need is not just hardship. It might like what a, a material hardship. It can be a conversation. It can be conversation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I remember there was um I have a specific friend that's coming to mind. We've been friends for maybe 15, 20 years. Mm. This guy, I became close to him probably about 10 years ago. Okay. Okay. When I was going through a hard thing in terms of I, I, I wanted to stop doing something bad and start doing something good. Yeah. I remember one point I was in tears. I was literally crying. The guy had his arm around my shoulder and he was calming me down. Mm. All right. A couple of years later, someone passes away in the family. He's there. A few years later. I'm, I'm, I'm getting married. He's there. Mm. A few years later, I'm having another issue or difficulty or whatever. He's there. I have a baby come. Alhamdulillah. He's there. Oh, and what you notice is that... That's definitely Zahidi. <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out to Zahidi. He's <laughs> his, his brother to all of us. No, but as in what you notice is the true brothers will be with you thick and thin. Yes. And when, you're, when you want to do something good, they mm. will support you. Mm. And when you're doing something that they think you can improve on, they'll tell you. Like the same guy has told me on, on multiple occasions, by the way, you should be doing this. Why aren't you doing this? You're doing this wrong, mm. you know, mm. but he'll be there to encourage me. I think like, subhanAllah, there's probably, we might know thousands of people, but there's only like five, 10 brothers who you can say like, I know this guy's got me. Mm. And even that is a, is a wealth in itself. To have that, that that's, a, that's an amazing blessing you have, by the way. Yeah, Charlotte, not, not everyone the, the, has that. Childless flourishes, and you know, finding friends like this is so hard because it can take years yeah. to find that right friend. Sorry. Honestly, because everyone can be your friend for various reasons, and you know, it can be the simple as just from salam. You end up at his house. You end up going out for tea, whatever it is. As friends like this, wallah, they're so rare. It's like a gem, gem thing. Yasser, I want to ask you a question, <laughs> but there's no mic to you. I've known you for how long? Three to five? Three to five years. Mm. Let's take four as an example. In those four years that I've known you, 
and you are way younger than me, by the way. I'd see no age barrier. Okay, that's number one. And I, 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 I don't see myself wiser than you in any way. Just, just to mm. make it clear, I like that. I can consider you a friend, a good a friend. Brother. You know why? Because every conversation we have, Yasser, you always take me back to Allah. Every single conversation, uh, uh, especially uh, the conversation uh, we had before the podcast. And, 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 MashaAllah. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to say that because before coming on to the podcast, I came across a hadith, I think it was about two or three days ago, before this conversation will happen now, is that, um, and um, the conversation was, if, if you find a brother like this, there's reward in telling this brother that you love them for the sake of Allah. So Yasser, I love you more than for the sake of Allah. Just, <laughs> just so you know. And, and I just thought I share that. Just before I share that. I love you too, Sayyid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was waiting for that answer. <laughs> that, that's why Maudin goes around speaker's corner telling people I love you for the sake of Allah. Is it? Yeah. That's sick. You know there's that hadith in middle of, uh, Imam Sadiq He's like, yes. is it? <laughs> Even to the people who bully him, Khatiya. There's, there's mm. that hadith in Imam Sadiq Like, don't call someone your friend until you've seen them in three occasions. Yeah. Have you heard that? One. When they are angry and you see how they respond. Okay. Two, in the matters of money, mm -hmm. when you when you see how they are with money, miserly, being miserly or being generous. And three, when you've traveled with them. Yes. And the traveling one is always interesting. The best. The best. Because you get to see someone when they're 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 troubled, when they're fatigued, when they're abroad. Are they praying their qasr? Are they praying? You know, are they doing things the right way? How do they act when no one's around? You know, you go to a foreign land, for example, you don't know anyone. There's no expectations on you. You can walk around the street how you like, dress mm. how you like. You're not going to run into anyone mm. you know, for example. Because you get to see I've things. I've traveled with so much people. And I, and I think this traveling one is the best one. And uh, there, was, there was one time, alhamdulillah, I've traveled with so much people and I have so much friends, no one will know who I'm talking about. So I, I traveled with a brother once. And, you know, he, he, he had a problem where he goes, oh, you know, he's married. God bless yeah. him. This, um, he, he had issues at home because the wife didn't like how he does things. Okay. okay. So randomly we traveled and I, I sort of understood his wife. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, bro, honestly, I love you. That's what you're doing here. Allah is sad, Martik. You'd come in, you'd throw your socks there, for example. Mm. Or, bro, there was things like, uh, so I don't want to go into it. But it tells you, it, it, it tells you. you, traveling with someone tells you so much about an individual. Although I'm still friends with him today, by the way, alhamdulillah. But I, I told him, bro, you got to fix on these things because if, if, if I've known you for so much years, I've got no issues with you. This stuff was bothering me. Yeah, yeah. Bro, it's going to bother it's gonna bother you at home as well, of course. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, when we travel together, we can see some bad habits in our friends. We can advise them as well. And the beauty about traveling with people is that you get to see them for who they are when it comes to money, when it comes to their patience, when it comes to everything. Mm. And I have tested a friend before angering them um because i there was a stage in my life where i think it was like 2000 uh 13 14 before 2015 i think where i sort of stopped trusting everyone and and um didn't give too much people of my information. i'm still like this today by the way why well, I, I don't share too much and I, I don't know, there was, there was a conversation I really wanted to have with someone, but I didn't know how much I can trust them. So I was like, let me anger them. I see how they respond, but I angered them in a positive way. Yeah, alhamdulillah. They got angry for about a few seconds. And he was like, bro, I don't know why I'm angry with you, sorry. Mm. A week after, I did the same thing. Made them angry again. 
He got twice as angry, but he was twice as apologetic. Mm. And on the third time, he goes, bro, you just punched me in the face. I'm not going to do anything to you. That's how much I love you. And I was able to have that conversation. But sometimes you got to test the waters with who you can have serious conversations with. Because at the end of the day, you can't share your, your, intimate, your most intimate secrets with the world. Because, you know, we have a hadith by the Ahl al-Bayt that tell us, do not share your most intimate secrets as yeah. well. Because you do not know if they will become one day your enemy and whatever mm. secret you shared with them will come to harm you. That's true. That's true. So, that, that, so that's also one thing I think we should always bear in mind because people share everything left, right and center. And then sometimes you have those friends who pick up this information, Habibi, and they go to these Riva sessions and they spread it all on. And then you're wondering, you know, why is this person talking to me? Bro, you're part of the problem. You're telling the world that you have issues here. You know, you have a problem with Mr. X or any sister's got an issue with another sister, for example. And you're wondering, why are people gossiping about me? Number one, you're sharing your most uh, intimate personal, personal secrets. secrets yeah. Okay. But number two, you're sharing with people who are gossiping. So if you know, for example, you know, you're hearing other people's gossip, be sure to know that whoever you just told your secret to that's been gossiping to you, it's going to go around telling yeah, the gossip. Course, yeah. It works both ways, Yanni. Yeah, because you develop a culture with people yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of, of being used to sharing other people's information and and so on, of course. Yeah, 100%. You know, speaking about today, and I, I, and I knew we were going to have this, this discussion, and I, I wanted to talk about the, you know, our surroundings, Ahmed. Mm. Because being Muslim, Alhamdulillah, shukr, you know, although we were born in the faith, I actually love this faith so much that being Muslim, we want to always ensure that our surroundings are within the our Islamic framework, parameters, parameters, of parameters if, I, if I can use that. So having good company, and we know there's a, there's a hadith by Rasulullah that I want to share, that I actually screenshot it somewhere, I want to add to this conversation, just a second. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Man imitates his friends. Mm. Hence, you must consider to whom you want to befriend, for a man follows the faith and the ways and the habits of his friends. Yani if Rasulullah the best of creation is telling us, you know, be careful who you become friends with, that plays with our surroundings. Mm. Because you, you mentioned the, the, the example of, you know, look at your closest five friends and that will define who you are. So if we want to be true Muslim, and inshallah we are on Salat al-Mustaqeem, why is it critical, oh. Ahmed? I'm going to ask you this, because I know my circle of friends, mm. and I'm sure you know your circle of friends very well. Why do you choose to be with your circle of friends and not choose others? Choose others to be? No, I mean, I'm happy. No, your main core, like yeah, your yeah. main five. If we're talking about the main five. I think it's got to be a balance of things. So for okay. me personally, yeah. Obviously, there's the entertainment factor. Mm. You, you you enjoy spending time with people because you enjoy their humor, you enjoy their interests, you enjoy uh, their, their their way of speaking, stuff like that. But obviously, there's more to that. They don't do things which leave a sour taste in your mouth. Okay. You know, you're sometimes with someone and they give off bad energy. The way they talk, they might swear a lot, they might um, laugh like really obnoxiously. Just things like that. They're like, bro, like, bro, I can't with this guy. Mm. I can only take him in doses. You know, you get people like that. But with your closest friends, usually you don't feel like that. You feel like you could travel with them and you'll yeah. be happy with them. For example. Okay. But for me personally, I think the friends I 
I'm I'm close with are friends that I know I can I can stand next to in Latam and I can mourn Imam Hussein mm. or they're friends that I can pray Salat al-Janazah at someone's funeral and I, I'm with them side by side or I can go and we can laugh around the table and have halal you know, banter basically and there's no difference in any environment or any scenario because I feel like they're my brothers there's mm. brotherhood mm. and when you know when you say brotherhood the whole idea is you're as close to them as you are with your own family Yes. and the trust that you have with a true friend look at the friends that um uh, the Ahlul Bayt al-Islam had Look at the companions You know you mentioned that thing you said yesterday About when Imam Hussein al-Islam was in Karbala And we always come back to Karbala But Imam Hussein said to some of his companions Before they went out Don't leave me alone You're my last friends for example right You mentioned Yes On the group yes, Look yes, at Amir yes, al-Mu'mineen yes, 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 yes. And some of the companions of Rasulullah and Amir al-Mu'mineen Salman, Naqdad, Abu Dhar, Maytham, Kumail Like they're endless Some of the most Honorable companions If there's one thing we know in, in, in the history and heritage of our religion Is that a true friend Will never abandon you And you should never abandon a true friend Because they are hard to find They're like pearls Pearls are what? They're hard to find But once you yeah, find yeah, them they're yeah, treasure yeah. Yeah, yeah, They're priceless yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't put value on these things So never I think we should never take advantage of it The last thing if you don't mind me saying Said, um, In my opinion Is we also have to talk to the sisters from the perspective of brothers um, and inshallah as parents as well. You know, I think for sisters, it's probably harder. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie to you because sisters nowadays have a lot of societal expectations. Mm. The widest society visibly see a Muslim lady and say, that's what she's like. This is what she looks like. And beyond mm. that as well, within the sister side, there's a lot of challenges Personality-wise, that's very true. You know, you know, my wife went to a wedding recently, and uh, she was like, "Ali, I was the only hijabi there." Really? I was like, "Guess what? You just represented the entire Muslim faith." It's crazy, yeah. Because that's how they ident uh, identify you. You know, as soon as they see the hijab, that's true. She's a Muslim. I was abroad like a couple of weeks ago, mm. and the whole time I was in this country, never saw one lady with hijab. Mm. My wife said to me, "She goes, I feel like I'm representing the whole of the that's female true, yeah. part of the ummah." By the way I dress and my hijab and my interactions yeah. You know, but my point being is that If you're a sister And You're going through a struggling phase with hijab Physically Yes A good sister will tell you how mm. to improve it And a bad sister will tell you how to loosen your hijab Or how to remove it Like a lot of the social media influencers we have nowadays These hijabi influencers And the same applies to brothers when it comes to your hijab on social media, or when it comes, for example, to the way you act in public and how you talk about people and what sort of things you listen to and what sort of places you go to, those kinds of people will take you away from Allah. Stay away from them. Don't go near them. And it doesn't mean you cut them off like that. Although in some cases it's beneficial to if they're that toxic. But honestly, bro, keep far from people who take you far from God. And it sounds cliche. and We don't want to sound preachy. You learn through experience, right? Like friends who encourage you to do things that you should not be doing, that you know your parents, if they could see you doing, they'd be not proud of you. How do you think Allah feels? Like it's if your parents would feel ashamed of you as their son or daughter to be amongst such people, why are you with them? Yeah. Like just, just think twice, Yanni. Like there's, we have to be very careful. No, it's nice. It's nice you bring that up. And, it's, and, and it was very nice you bring up the example of Imam Hussein. Yeah. Um, you know, Ashura Karbala. And as as you as we we are both saying, I think almost every podcast we always have to refer back to 
Ashura and Karbala. And, yeah. and the, be the beautiful thing about Imam Hussein, his friends were not just called uh, Ashab. Mm -hmm. They were the only group that were called Ansar. Ahsan. So, so they they exceeded the expectations of what a, 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 the definition of what a Sahabi truly is. Mm -hmm. And Imam Hussein wanted to say that I, I have never seen more loyal companions than my own companions, and that's so true because you know at that time, while his friends were were you know seventy two, that's the number we're gonna have there on Karbala, is that. During the time of Imam al Hussein, those who stayed with him, they stayed with him because they were loyal. Whereas the entire Muslim Ummah went to the side of falsehood. Mm. There was only a handful that stayed on the side of and truth. When, when Imam Hussein said, I, when he turned off the candle, and that the was the most beautiful thing. I love this. Bro, thing I love about this. Yeah, Imam yeah, Hussein yeah. turned the candle off on the eve of Ashura. He said, You listen. You're going to get rewarded with paradise whether you're with me or not. Regardless. I will be pleased with you. You can leave while I turn off the candle. There's no shame. You've no proved your loyalty already. You've proved your loyalty. Yeah, yeah, You've come yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. I know you're willing to die. He turned off the candle. He turned it back on. Everyone was still there. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm not, I'm not sure which companion. But the response he was given was that we would we would die and be cut up and burned alive and live that life a thousand times and, and we'd still be it. with you. Yeah. Oh, Hussein. Yeah, Hussein. Salam Allah yeah. Alayhi. Salam Allah like, There's, there's, there's... It just goes to show that if this is what true friendship is in Islam, then we want that. Mm -hmm. like we, we, we yearn for that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if that's what it means to be loyal to your Imam, do we have that? Because like we said, I love that podcast where we did with uh, Imran on Imam Mahdi. It's very relevant year long, yes, year, year yes, round, yes, it's not yes, just yes, for 15 yes, Shaban. Yes, yes, yes. But that point we made is like when Imam turned off the candle, it's kind of like what we're in now in terms of ghaybah. Mm. The, the Imam is hidden from our sight. Do you know what I mean? We have the chance to walk out of the tent, metaphorically speaking. Yes, 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 yes. But are we going to stay with the Imam or not? Because when the Imam expects us and when he calls upon us, are we going to be with him or not? Mm. So how how true are we going to be? Because if we can't be true to Tom, Dick and Harry, who's literally in our community or in our mosque or workplace, then how true are we going to be to the Imam? Alayhi salam. Salam Allah. May Allah hasten his reappearance. I mean, Inshallah. And I think it's only fair if I can say uh, you know, just to add towards the end of the conversation is that, for example, you know, someone may ask, you know, what makes a good friend? And what makes a bad friend? I'll give a few examples. Mm. Uh, for, for, this is based on my experiences. Okay. So this is not coming from any hadith I've read or, you know, uh, what Islam emphasizes on. Because I, th I think what's important in the conversation here is that we can talk from experience. Yeah. And so, so that's where the value is added. And I think ne friends who we should not be friends with Mm. Are those yes ultimately that take us away from Allah? Yeah. But I, I I I I think you can still sometimes have a good time and you can have a good friend with someone who's not Muslim. Correct. I'll be very honest there. But if you are a friend with a Muslim, and he's you know trying to take you towards haram, towards shaitan, and these are examples. For example, you know what? Let's go chill with. We got lots of young 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 listeners. You know, let's go chill with. Let's go chill with girls. Number one. You know what? Let, let, let's go. Let's go clubbing. You know, when I was at school, I was like, what? I think 16, 17, bro. I had friends at school who'd go clubbing. I had friends at school who'd go, you know, uh, want to go smoke some weed. I had friends at school who would go do some madness. Yeah, any things like, bro, do not get influenced by these people. Because, so, do you know, when I was young, yeah, mm, if you don't mind me interrupting, mm, yeah, when I was like 15, 16, yeah. A lot of the friends I had changed in that period 
and I nearly got pulled into it. So I had friends when I was young who were normal guys and then within span of a year would start robbing people in front of me with, with knives. Um, would start and how did he become weed. like this, Ahmed? This was influence. Influence from other people. Yeah. And, and I remember thinking like, what am I doing hanging out with people? Like I remember seeing people get robbed on the street in front mm. of me by mm. people I was with. I was like, why am I endorsing this with my yeah. presence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hard to cut off people like that when you're in the moment, especially in our culture for the youth. So you're going to get backlash. People are going to judge you. People are going to blame you. They're going to say, oh, you, you, you snaked it and you wimped out and all of that you're stuff. You're a waste man. You're a waste man. <laughs> you're this, you're that. You get a lot of backlash, yeah, 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 but yeah. it's worth it. At the end of the day, who cares? Yeah. Like it's a, a memory from the past. And all we have to do, I think, is to remember that we're not, whatever we've sought forgiveness for mm. is, is ultimately with Allah. That forgiveness do you know what i mean all we can do is just make a commitment to never revisit that that past or that yeah, sin yeah, yeah. or those types of people in the, in the future and that's it try your best and you know and I, I i i feel i was blessed to be you know exposed to these things yeah yeah because i would firsthand see the the ugliness of everything that's happening number yeah. one the best the repercussions the, the 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 side effects the after effects of the acts that you are doing bro they ultimately destroy you either you're going to end yeah, up yeah. You know, le 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 leaving Islam completely, or you're gonna end up becoming an open facet. That's the, I think that's the worst thing that anyone can ever do. Or the other thing is you end up behind bars, bro. You end up in yeah, jail. Yeah, and your friends, your circle of friends, are either gonna take you to prison, they're gonna take you hellfire, or they're gonna take you to jannah. Yeah, and and, and and the best friends, I, I I will tell you now, the best friends are those who tell me, Radhawi, why haven't you still prayed? And we all need that reminder. And it's yeah. amazing to always have a friend who tells you, bro, salat. Mm -hmm. As bro, soon as Yasser sees me, he asks me, Mushtabab, you prayed. Ahsant. No way. Ahsant. And, and, and that's what makes an amazing friend. And, 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 and I love when a friend ca calls me and says, Sayyid, let's go da kumil. I love, you know, it, I love it when a friend calls me and says, Ahmed, bro, let's go ziyarah together. You yeah, know, yeah. those things. Like you did last year with me. Did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you encouraged me, encouraged me, encouraged bro, me. SubhanAllah. These are the friends yeah, yeah. we should ultimately want to have in our lives because these are the surroundings that inshallah will take us closer to Allah. There's, there's two things I want to say, say before, before I'm done with, with, with what I have to say mm. for now. Mm. The first is Hajj Hasnim Rajabali, who a lot of us look up to and very respected, eloquent and and a dear speaker to a lot of us he says a story a lot of the time on the pulpit he goes when i was in college i used to pray i used to engage in debates and because a lot of my friends were non-muslim mm -hmm. and that some of them were even atheists because I, I would debate with them about the existence of god he goes i remember one time i was jet skiing this is a really cool story because it was Roger, you on the jet ski <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, it was 9 a.m we were young he goes i got on the jet ski for the first time in my life he goes, for hours I was having a blast. Mm. Hours, 9 a.m. He goes, it came the time of Dhuhr. He goes, I was still on the jet ski. I was, I was enjoying it. He goes, my, my friends, atheist friends said, stop what you're doing. Why? I'm having fun. Because it's your, it's your time for prayer. Go and pray. Allah. Allah I'm like, Allah, bro, Allah, subhanAllah, Allah. this guy is engaging with people who don't even believe in God's existence, but yeah. he's reminding them, go and pray to your God. Yeah, 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 like yeah, that yeah. is a good friend. Yes, the yes, second yes, thing yes, I want to yes, say yes, yes, yes is a lot of the time the best friendship can be found in marriage i truly believe that okay you sometimes can find so much shelter 
emotionally, yes. physically, yes. spiritually yes, yes, yes. in your spouse to such a degree where you feel protection and you feel love. Mm. The things that you would tell a friend, you'd tell your spouse. The things that you would confide in your friend with, you can confide in your spouse, spouse with. And if anything, your spouse is committed to you. Do you anger your spouse? Of course. Do you travel with your spouse? Of course. Do you deal with money with your spouse? Of course. These three conditions that Imam Sadiq says, I'm not mistaken, it was Imam Sadiq, that judge a you can judge a friend based off is already automatically done with the spouse. Mm. So you can tell that your spouse is, is with you. They're the closest thing to you. They're the closest the thing day. to you. And yeah. we know in the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indicates that your spouse is like a protective clothing for you. Mm. They will guard you, they'll protect you, they'll mm. shelter you. But all you have to do is build that relationship with your spouse. All of us have to. And we have to make it to such a degree where your spouse is your best friend. The person who you enjoy spending time with is your spouse. As men, we shouldn't come home and be like, oh, long day at work. I need my alone time. Three, three four hours scrolling on TikTok. Avoiding the wife and kids, for example. You know, spend time with your spouse. Habibi, what are you doing? And you don't know how long you've got together, how many years Allah's planned for you to be together. These things are, are not infinite. So we, it's something we have to work on. No, it's an amazing reminder you've given me. And it's reminded me of something. If we have time, let me share. Is that, you know, so sometimes when you get married, you truly find who your true friends really are. Yeah. Because, and and I, not, I'm not talking about someone's fancy fairy tale wedding day. I'm talking about true, you know, core wedding issues, marriage issues. Yeah? Yeah. For example, you know, you've just been married and you know, your boys, they call you 24 seven. When are you coming out? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. Let's link yeah, up, yeah, what's yeah. happening? You know, um, we all, we all go through that. Everyone yeah. goes through this. And then sometimes you realize just because you got married, just because you can't chill as often as you can with certain people, they desert you. Uh-huh. That's okay. what I was telling you. Oh, this guy got married. He's forgotten about us. And uh, that's it. You know, he's a, he's a fake friend. That's, uh, the, the, be the beautiful thing about from these conversations, they can go either way. Even the friend tells you, for example, you know what? Who's wearing the belt? Why are you letting your wife control you? Blah, yeah, blah. that's true. Bro, I've heard so much conversation with this, yeah? And then he'll, <laughs> he'll make you feel so downgraded. Then you go, you go home, you tell your wife, you know what? Go, you know, I, I, you stay at home, I'm going out. I'm going out to chill with my boys. Yeah. And they go out, they're angry. And then they come out, they chill with us. And the prayer is like fierce, he's angry. Why was wrong? Oh, I had the issue with my message. You don't want me to come up. Come up and stay home. Yeah, of course. Honestly, stay home. Yeah, of course. And, 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 then, and then the other side of this conversation is, you know, um, the friend you called, hey, can we link up today? And he goes, bro, I'm at home with my missus, for example. That friend's going to tell you, ah, bro, stay with your wife. And if you're free, we come out, let's link up. Mm. That's an amazing friend to have, by the way, because there's no like, you know, belittling. There isn't like, you know, questioning yeah, yeah. the guys. The worst thing that can happen is a guy goes home to his wife. He says, my friends are saying this and this and this. Look what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they yeah, end yeah, up yeah. blaming their wife for yeah. something that's nothing to do with the wife. It's not their fault. Yeah. So you don't want and friends like that. And it, it ends up ruining your relationship with both your friend yeah, and your spouse. Yeah. What benefit is there? Anyway, inshallah khair. Say Allah Allah Allah. Anything to add? Um, I was just scrolling through Twitter. One of yeah. our podcast clips is doing numbers on Twitter. Yeah. What's that? I'd let you what clip was it? What clip was the clip? Said Ali. Said Ali. Saying Sick. what? Allahu Akbar. Very nice. That's everything has a hisab waktab. So ultimately, everything that we do in this world. Just nice to see. If, nice, if, if people see our, our clips big around, love, big love, love, please big share love. them. Basically, yeah, yeah. Basically, what Sayyid Mushtab is trying to say is follow us on TikTok, Instagram, exactly. subscribe to YouTube, and subscribe. <laughs> and if you run a business and you want to support the, the pod, hit us up. Alhamdulillah. We, we always actually um, 
alhamdulillah we always approach with sponsor uh proposals or like mm. requests or whatever but we want to work with brands that are i think give value to Shias. our audience hey. like run by shias is a big one for us mm. benefit to the audience either like geographically or or like have a product which is of use like if if like my what i do in my job has no benefit so like you know or for example some people do completely random things we can become good friends with them collaboration yeah <laughs> hey, you know speaking about friends and speaking about tiktok etc I, I remember i came across a, a comment somewhere i think it was on youtube i don't know what someone wrote maybe said you can take it out now i think it was in the deaf podcast where someone was like or, or the podcast before it he was like or she was like i'm not sure what it was a brother or sister where this podcast has is, is like a platform where I feel a part of. Oh yeah, where yeah. I feel like I we're that. friends. Yes, like yeah. they have no friends, and for them, this really platform nice. that was really nice. is what gives them that connection. And Subhanallah, hey. you know, Alhamdulillah, you know, the podcast is doing yeah, we're family, what it is. Like, this is this is a community. We're mm. an online community, and there's so much love that we have to give you guys, and Alhamdulillah that we receive from you, and we wanna we wanna keep keep it going. We've made friends, Alhamdulillah. How many friends we made through the podcast? Every guest that we've brought on. We've, we've built such a great relationship with that's them. That's true. That's true. And, you know, all of our team, even behind the scenes, we're like mm. a team of five, six guys. Mm. Alhamdulillah. The comment said, you guys help me and many who have many issues and lack friends and people who they can talk to. Watching your podcast makes me feel that's so sweet. I am sitting amongst friends. Subhanallah. Perfectly fitting. Subhanallah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, bro. That's May Allah mental. bless them. Was it a brother or a sister, by the way? So I don't know how to refer it's to a, it. It's an anonymous account. Anonymous that, account. Bro, that's mm. the thing, like, you can, you can, sometimes, that's the thing, like you said at the beginning, Said, you're just yourself. Yeah. When, you're, when you're yourself, mm. it shows through. There's a lot of people so fake. I wanted to say something, and this is tied into this point about okay. being fake, yeah? I hate people. Who wear fake Louis Vuitton. No, no, no. And that as well. Now, I, I, I hate people. I hate people who are social climbers in the community. People who network purely for the sake of increasing their social status and reputation. Yeah. There's a lot of people who will befriend you, use you for your name, your expertise, befriend you. So you, you, you Subhanallah, the, the organic friends so share me on get, your story. get you a lot further in your networks. There's a lot of try and force because it. Because it's true. true. I, I know, there's a lot of people who will befriend someone because they're well-known in the community. Oh, this guy's a reciter, this guy's a speaker, this guy's uh, this or that, he's rich, he's whatever. I'll add them, I'll friend them, I'll make sure I post a picture with them and then I'll cut them off. Mm. Why? What's the point of doing that? Inshallah, like they have pure intentions. There's a lot of guys do that. Hey. There's a lot of guys who do that. Like, there's a lot of guys who are very keen on just having someone's number in their address book and saying, yeah, he's my boy. Just so they can look big. And you, know, you know what I mean? You know, it sounds like Nori. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> Nori is bigger than Nori. Ramadan. <laughs> every podcast he gets mentioned. <laughs> we love Nori. We love Nori so much. You know, like every Ramadan and Muharram, there's like high peak season where like you're interacting with so much people, you know. But this Ramadan, I think was like my highest interactions, interactions with yeah, people yeah. where every conversation was no longer, you know, Salam, how are you? Say, like, I've seen you on the podcast. Was, How's was, the pod? We're straight to the point. Uh, podcast aside, but for example, can can we do this? Let's do this. Baba first say salam, shlonek. You know, we're friends, bro. Forget like put everything aside. Just ask. That's true. Oh, that's true. That's true. You know, <laughs> guys who will message you and will just straight up talk business, or they'll need something. Yeah, yeah. Straight, but obviously, look, that's what friends are for as well. Like you know, you need something. Mm, you can message the guys. Mm. No formalities. They're comfortable to ask. I know all of that. that just comfortable to ask. That just reminds me now. To be honest, you know, Alhamdulillah, being blessed with so much friends, 
Um, but I, I think I need to better my own self or how I deal with some friends. Because there's many people I haven't reached out to in a That's very long true. time. Yeah, yeah. Very long time. You know when we did that Nori podcast a few weeks ago and obviously he talked about the situation about mm. inviting people home and, and how you interact with people. Yeah. We're, I'm really bad at this. So like there's so many guys who I know who I might have known for 10, 15 years. There's dozens of guys <clears> that come to my mind. Still haven't been to your house. Yes. Yeah, yeah still, still haven't been to my house. I no, said, I, I, I invited you last time. I had a message in my yard. None of you. And I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, like for example, there's that guys who I've known 10, 15 years who I barely know them and they barely know me. Okay, we know each other's names. We've changed, seen each other grow up. First time we met, we had no facial hair. Now we've got bits, for example. Mm. Last time we met, we went Balak and now we're And all this time has passed. Some of us have got families now. Still barely know anything about each other. And th that's one thing about community which we can improve on. Like the smaller communities, I used to live in Birmingham when I studied for university. One thing I noticed, and Birmingham's still quite a big community. Mm. But when I lived in Birmingham, I realized that everyone was twice as close with each other than they are in London. Okay. That's because... There's not as many people and they've got forced to become friends with each other. Mm. So the relationship they have together, even with Sheikh Noor, who's the Imam of the mosque, Sheikh Noor is friends with everyone, knows their names, knows their birthdays, their kids' names. It's it's because he's developed a friendship with the community members. Allah bless him. All right, guys, been a nice conversation. Hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. As always, um, pleasure being here with you. And we're slowly, actually not even slowly, pretty fast approaching the month of Muharram. So we want your suggestions. What do you want to hear from us this Muharram? Last year we had, I think, eight, nine podcasts. It was really cool, actually. Yes, I think we had about six. Six, yeah. something like that. But what do you want to hear this Muharram? Is it you, do you want to hear more scholars? Do you want to hear reciters and special guests? Or is there specific topics you want to hear about? Because that's something we're starting to plan from now. Also, I think we really need to know, do, do we carry on with our weekly schedule? Mm. Or do we do it like Ramadan where we had more uploads than usual? Yeah, that's a good point. Because it, it was mixed feedback with Ramadan, but mm. how, how did people... Some people said it was a lot to keep up with. And some it's not a lot said to keep up a... with, it's pe it came off schedule and people were a bit confused with it. Yeah. No, I, 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 if I can just add there, I know we'll come, we'll come at the end of the conversation. Um, I, I, I had many who say they liked the fact there was extra episodes, but they were not warned enough. And many uh -huh. people who listen to our uh, podcast, they like they schedule it in their time. So they yeah. know when they're going to listen to it. Like on yeah, Thursday, Thursday, to work. So I, I listen to it on a Monday morning. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But there, yeah, this is what we need. Um, everyone at home. Yeah, your, no. your, so give us the yeah, feedback. Message feedback. us, inshallah, directly. Instagram, inshallah. YouTube, on the email, whatever it is. But more importantly, if you've benefited from today, inshallah, I hope, really hope that you have. This is the moment now where you reevaluate all the friends that you have. And inshallah, you choose only the good And ones. subscribe to the podcast. And subscribe to the podcast. Santa, Santa. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Inshallah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Wassalam.